When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million to save. Visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. If you're a firearms enthusiast like I am, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret, Bear Creek Arsenal. This is a veteran-owned and operated gun manufacturer, Bear Creek Arsenal, that is, based in Sanford, North Carolina. They make high-quality firearms at an incredible value. Learn more about Bear Creek Arsenal at bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. Use promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. One more time, bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck and promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. I'm Buck here with Clay in NYC. Trying to make sure that he doesn't get mobbed by angry liberals for all the things that he says. But he thinks he's safe in the free state of Tennessee and his Nashville enclave. We got him here surrounded by the blue. But we've also got our friend Senator Ron Johnson from Wisconsin with us now to talk about everything from COVID to budgets to January 6th and more. Senator Johnson, great to have you on. Well, guys, hope you're doing well. Yeah, we're good. We're good. So, Senator, I, I want to start with, if I could, your your sense of where we're going here at, at the federal level based upon New York City, where, where Clay and I are currently sitting, having this vaccine mandate at the city level. The Biden administration still has transportation, uh, you know, the uh, transportation administration folks putting mask mandates in place. The White House has said... They don't want total lockdowns, but everything is on the table. What What do you think is going to happen here, and what are you going to do to stop the madness? Well, first of all, I think they are trying to reinstill the state of fear that has worked so successfully for them to gain so much control and power over our lives. So I think the, the best anecdote of this is going to be the truth. Uh, we need to keep pressing uh, the federal health agencies that uh, I don't think have been transparent, uh, have not been forthright with the American public. They haven't provided us the information we need to, to make informed choices about our lives uh, because they're right there with uh, the mainstream media, the, the social media. They want to create the state of fear so that everybody has to look to them uh, for salvation, I guess, for a small sense of security. And, and it's, 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 it's simply not working. The, the, the human toll, the economic devastation of these shutdowns, the, you know, what we have done to our children. You, you take a look at Sweden. They, they, didn't, they didn't shut down the way we did. They, their kids, 1.8 million Swedish school children went to school, no masks, not one died of COVID. And the teachers who were deemed essential health care workers actually had a lower rate of infection uh, in the classroom teaching those kids. 
why would why would we inflict this kind of devastation one more time? It doesn't make sense. And and by the way, there's so much we still don't know about COVID. There's so much we don't know about the Delta variant. But we ought to be looking to places like the UK and to, to Israel, where they're a little bit ahead of us and are publishing better data than what our federal health agencies are publishing. Amen. And thank you for coming on with us, Senator Johnson. You have been one of the leaders in sanity uh, in uh, the Capitol, which is no small measure, given how insane so many things have gone. And you just hit on something. England and Israel both have, and you mentioned Sweden as well, but I want to focus on England in particular. They were able to do a study to look at how many people had natural immunity as well as the vaccine. And the data that they had most recently suggested that 92% of the people in England either had the vaccine or had natural immunity, meaning they had gotten COVID. Why has America been so poor at figuring out how many of our people have had COVID and therefore how many might have natural immunity? Buck and I have been open with the fact that we both had COVID and that as a result, we have natural immunity. That helps us to understand where this pandemic might be going. Why do you think our own data has not been as good as the ones from Israel and England and Sweden and other countries like those? That's the $64,000 question. You know, why have our health agencies, why have the media, the, media the, the social media been so intent on making sure that everybody gets a jab in their arm? You know, denying the reality that natural immunity is, is strong, it's, it's long-lasting. It is with most other viruses. Why would we basically make the assumption that it's not going to work? You know, a report out of Israel said that the, those that had natural immunity from previous infection were almost seven times less likely to get reinfected than those that got vaccinated. And, again, vaccinated cases are growing in, in England and the U.K., and they're being reported honestly. I, I just don't have faith that uh, our media, our social media, our, our federal health agencies are going to report on this honestly. But again, they, they want a vaccine in every arm. That seems to be their primary, primary motivation throughout this process. And you've really got to scratch your head and go, why, why did you deny the reality of, of natural immunity? You know, particularly when I've talked to doctors before the vaccine was even approved, they were a little concerned about vaccinating over a previous infection. We are very careful. When you go and get a flu shot, isn't the first question they ask you, are you feeling sick today? Because it's not smart vaccinating somebody who's ill. And yet we haven't taken any precaution whatsoever in this vaccine, this max vaccination campaign of, of avoiding harm by vaccinating over even a current infection. We're just not paying attention to it, particularly knowing that 40 to 50 percent of Americans that were infected with uh, COVID were asymptomatic. That was my case. I was asymptomatic, but I've been tested for antibodies. I've got a whopping level, as Dr. Norchasm tells me. You know, so I'm not going to use a vaccine, but as a result, I get attacked as an anti-vaxxer when I'm not. I've gotten every vaccine since the swine flu, current on everything else. I just don't need this one. Join the club. And by the way, thank you for saying that, Senator Ron uh, Johnson. We've got Alex Berenson in studio with us tomorrow. I saw you tweet, and this kind of ties in with how good of work he's done sharing data and helping people to see what's out there. There's also a report, I don't know if you've seen it, that the New York Times and their top editors told their reporters don't pursue the idea of a lab leak from China because they didn't like the idea of where it might lead them. How crazy is that well, that yeah, we have this world right now? evidence of corruption of the media. 
you know, I, I'm the ad, I was the advocate for early treatment. I, I held the hearings, even though the New York Times labeled me and eminent doctors, snake oil salesmen in the Senate, but it didn't deter me. I held a second hearing. It was Dr. Pierre Corey's testimony in that second hearing about the effectiveness of ivermectin that after about 8 million views was pulled down off the Internet. And we, we can't let Americans know that there just might be some effective early treatment there with safe, effective, repurposed, generic, cheap drugs. Now, we got to keep shoving remdesivir in the hospitalized patients. It costs over 3000 bucks a dose. Now, again, nothing. there's so many things that make no sense. There's so many unanswered questions. Uh, but, no, you're, you're right. Alex Barrison has been doing yeoman work at second opinion, providing facts and data. Uh, but, of course, now he's been censored. He's been pulled off uh, Twitter. So that information is not getting the public. And you know, I have to also say, that's been the tragedy of, of uh, this pandemic. We have the Internet. That, that Internet has got a marvelous ability to disseminate information. Doctors who are practicing medicine, they have the compassion and courage to treat patients, trying different things. Their voices were shut down. Uh, how many people lost their lives just because the Internet wouldn't allow the dissemination of, of helpful information? Speaking to Senator Ron Johnson here of Wisconsin, uh, Senator it's Buck, and and I I want to know Hello. what what people should take from the current infrastructure and budget wrangling that's going on. Uh, you know why are why are some Republicans going along with it in the Senate? Hello, and Senator Johnson, can you hear us? It looks like we've uh, we've lost Senator Ron Johnson there, Clay. So I guess we won't get our our budget information. Well, let's I feel like it, I well, let's just bring it back next segment. We'll do a read here, and uh, it sounds like we may have lost him on his cell phone, and uh, we'll just come back with him, get it re uh, reconnected. I think we'll probably grab him. We want to find out about the budget, and we also want to know uh, what he thinks about the January six hearing. You know what doesn't just drop off or disappear? Your amazing <laughs> my pillow when it's under your head at night That's because right. it is so comfortable. Mike Lindell is the inventor of my pillow and he has hooked me and clay up with their whole line of products. They're amazing. I mean, I'm talking about the Giza dream sheets, the my pillow mattress topper, the my slippers. I woke up this morning on Giza dream sheets, toweled off with a my towel, put on my my slippers and then made my coffee. Mike is changing the game with with his six-piece towel set these days. So absorbent. This is made with USA cotton, and it still is so soft as well, and they last a long time. Clay, the set comes with a two-bath, two-hand towel, two-washcloth combo, typically $109.99. How much is it now? Only $39.99, Buck Sexton. With the promo code Clay and Buck, you get a 60-day money-back guarantee. We have got my pillow products all throughout the house and you can get hooked up now. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener specials, get this insanely low price of $39.99 on the towel set. You'll find deep discounts on other MyPillow products as well. Enter promo code Clay and Buck or call 800-792-3269 for these great radio specials. More with Senator Ron Johnson from Wisconsin next. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats 
even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance, so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the prize picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less, it's that easy. No surprise, but do you know the number of abortions in states where it's deemed legal have increased since the overturning of Roe vs. Wade? Sadly, unborn babies' lives are more at risk than ever, and that's where Preborn steps in. Preborn introduces moms to their precious babies through ultrasound. When a mom in crisis hears her baby's heartbeat and sees her or him on ultrasound, she is twice as likely to choose life. Preborn has rescued hundreds of thousands of babies' lives, and their network of clinics are located in the highest abortion states, standing strong for moms in crisis and the most vulnerable preborn babies. Five ultrasounds are just $140, helping to rescue five babies. Preborn relies on donations from us. To donate securely, use your cell phone and dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, saying baby. Or go to preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash buck. You will never regret saving a baby's life. Visit preborn.com slash buck. Sponsored by Preborn. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. This is Buck here with Clay in NYC. And we believe we also have Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin back with us now. Had a little bit of a phone issue there for a second. Senator Johnson, we good? I'm back. Yep. There we go. I don't know if you, if you heard my very well articulated and and precise budget question, but basically, sir, the budget looks like it's going to be a monstrosity, trillions of dollars. We got infrastructure thrown in here as well. What should folks know about this? Because it's a lot of it's happening behind closed doors, and the bill's so big, or, or the text that we've seen so far of the infrastructure side is so big that feels like no one in the public even knows. Well. First of all, what they should understand is that we could have actually financed infrastructure without further indebting our children. Now, every Republican voted against the $1.9 trillion COVID relief bill. Uh, over $700 billion of that wasn't even spent until 2022 through 2028. So the Republican position should have been, yeah, we're happy to spend money on real infrastructure, things that will grow our economy, 
but we'll just repurpose that $700 billion for that without further indebting our kids. Because if we don't do that, it's going to be spent and, you know, the debt will grow. Uh, the other thing we need to understand is, is why that $3.5 trillion figure for the Bernie budget just isn't accurate. What, what the Democrats are doing is they're loading up all these bills with new entitlements. What they'll do is they'll, they'll have CBO only scoring for a few years, knowing that, as Ronald Reagan said, the closest thing to eternal life is a government program, that uh, these things will never end. And so if you assume that these programs, and it's a good assumption, are going to continue, even in a 10-year budget window, that puts the bill from $3.5 trillion up to 5 or $5.5 trillion. But the unfunded liabilities, as you go beyond the 10-year window, is even larger. So, again, the, the Democrats are not honest with you. And I personally find it very disappointing that we have Republicans uh, really cooperating with them in what will turn out to be about a $7 trillion spending package when all said and done here. What kind of a relationship, Senator Johnson, do you have with Kristen Cinema in Arizona and John Manchin in West Virginia, two Democrats? And how much do you think they might pull this number back? Right, Kristen Cinema came out and said she doesn't support a three and a half trillion dollar bill. As you said, the the dollar figure of what it actually cost is not being accurate. But how much do you think they might be able to dial this back? How much ammunition do they have in this battle? Well, they're both very smart. I worked with uh, Senator Cinema on what we called Operation Safe Return, which somewhat morphed into the Return to Mexico policy. Uh, so, again, she, she, she was helpful from that standpoint. Uh, but right now, uh, just thank God that they're willing to stand by the filibuster, uh, pray for their health. Uh, I guess we also have to recognize they're in such a position of power. I don't know why they'd want to give that position up. But, you know, standing by the filibuster, being a little more fiscally conservative, is popular in both their states. So hopefully they'll be helpful here. But, you know, in the end, there's going to be such tremendous pressure. And, again, you can place – you can just – engage in smoke and mirrors so easily in the budget process. If she says, okay, it's not going to be $3.5 trillion, they'll say, okay, we'll just, we'll just cost this one for two years rather than four. And, you know, magically, all of a sudden, that number drops to $3 trillion and she can get credit for it. But, in effect, it doesn't do anything. So, again, I, I have my doubts that they would actually abandon the filibuster because it gives them all their power. Uh, but, again, the pressure on them would be tremendous by uh, people on the left. Senator, January 6th, the... A so-called insurrection, which I think is is a, a stupid and dishonest term for it, but this is what the media calls it. Uh, we have the House bringing their their select committee together to, it seems, just make this force feed this into the news cycle whenever they see fit. I, I want to know if you think that we're actually going to get answers about what happened that day. The kind of answers that, if this was really a security view, would be a security review would be helpful about things like. Who shot Ashley Babbitt? Why wasn't there more security that day? What did the FBI know and when did it know it? Do you have any faith that we'll we'll get those answers in the Congress, either in the, in the near or long term? Well, not certainly out of this committee. Uh, Senator Lindsey Graham and I, after we were the first people to call for a completely independent commission, I've written by at least a dozen oversight letter at, letters asking questions that should be asked. You know, what did Pelosi know? When did she know it? You know, what, what did she do to actually have a plan for adequate security, knowing tens of thousands of people would be protesting around the Capitol? Uh, so, no, I don't think we're going to get this out of, out of this uh, uh, committee. But I understand why, why everybody likes, not everybody, but, you know, congressional leadership as well as the media, the Democrats love this narrative, which is completely false, by the way, of thousands of armed insurrectionists. That's not, you know, what happened in the Capitol is not what an armed insurrection would look like. 
I condemn the violence. I think we all do. I want to see those people uh, prosecuted to full extent of the law. But the reason I like the thousands of armed insurrectionist narrative is, first of all, it paints a broad picture. You know, paints like 75 million Americans that voted for President Trump as potentially domestic terrorists that need to be surveilled. But it also completely absolves them of responsibility for securing the Capitol. I mean, what, what could they have done? in terms of planning for this, if there were thousands of armed insurrectionists over on the Capitol. So, again, that, that's why congressional leadership is actually quite happy and does not push back on uh, that narrative like I have. Now, plus, I'd say people take a look at how I've been attacked for just telling the truth, and that's probably another deterrent of, of not having more people uh, speak out. Senator Johnson, I appreciate the time you're spending with us. Question, uh, you have been up front, we talked about this earlier with you today with us and certainly you've been talking about it a lot about the the likelihood of a lab leak theory the biden administration is now looking back at that facebook is suddenly allowing people to discuss it if it is determined if the biden administration agrees as well that the most likely outcome which seems likely is that this leaked from a chinese lab what should we do with that information as americans based on what has entailed from COVID so far? What, in your mind, is the appropriate response? Well, first of all, we, you know, we did send a letter to get all of Fox's emails in an unredacted form. Uh, so the American public needs to see what his communication was, to, to what extent he was covering up his own activity of, of funding this game, game of function research. And that's the first thing we need to take a look at is, you know, should this be allowed? You know, what kinds of controls do we need to, to have over this? And by the way, no, no matter uh, what, it was just plain stupid to be sharing this kind of research with anybody in China, you know, particularly the, the Wuhan Institute of Virology, knowing full well that the Chinese Communist Party, the PLA, are, are going to know everything that's going on there. Uh, actually, these guys, clowns, they know the danger of what they're dealing with here, and yet they allowed it. So we, we certainly need to understand what happened there. But from the standpoint of China, we just need to recognize the threat that they represent to the world, and we need to be strong ourselves. And unfortunately, under President Biden, we're just exhibiting weakness throughout the world, whether it's to, to, to Russia, to Afghanistan, and Iran. And just across the board, we are portraying weakness. And, of course, we're not even looking at that. With, with all these double-digit increases in the budget, they're going to start the defense and the homeland security budgets. Uh, that's not the Democrats' priority, keeping this nation safe. Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin, sir, great to have you on. Come back soon. Have a great day. Stay healthy. You know, Clay, cancel culture is out there on social media sites, and it's real. I've been canceled. I've had issues. You've had people come after you. The left wants to silence and boycott any voices they don't agree with. Twitter and Facebook were supposed to be open platforms, but instead their content moderators act like left-wing zealots for the New York Times, the Washington Post, or whatever. How about canceling their access to your data instead? Now, you could just deactivate all your social media accounts, but that would be giving the left what it wanted in the first place. Instead of that, I use ExpressVPN. Because ExpressVPN anonymizes a lot of your online presence by hiding your IP address. That makes your activity much more difficult to trace and sell to advertisers. And ExpressVPN couldn't be easier to set up. You just tap one button on your phone or computer and you're protected. It's finally time to say no to censorship and take back your privacy at expressvpn.com slash clay and buck. By visiting my special link, you'll get an extra three months of ExpressVPN service free. 
in. Play Travis Buck Sexton Show, New York City Studio Edition. We're going to be joined in the next hour by Ann Coulter. Should be a lot of fun. You just heard from Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson on the show. And I just got to say, Buck, and I know this will tie in as well, it's amazing, and I know our audience feels this way also, these guys get absolutely castigated, destroyed, called unintelligent thinkers, morons, Neanderthals, whatever insult you could heap up on them. And then when you listen to them on our show, what do they sound like? Eminently reasonable, analyzing data, looking at information, trying to figure out a way forward in many different difficult issues, I think it's fair to say, in this country, which I think goes to the fact that much of the media in this country is the enemy of the people. And and I really do wonder in the social media age how much more powerful, popular, and reliable radio, what's old is going to be new all over again because we can go directly talk to the masses and people like Ron Johnson can come talk with us and people can make their own determinations as opposed to having to take what they have been told as truth. The only way you can get to a place of lockdowns in this country of the erosion of rights of the suspension because that is what happened of constitutional rights like the first amendment and the right to worship and the right to go to church and the right to property the cdc right now is infringing upon due process when it comes to your property because it is unconstitutional what they are doing with this eviction moratorium but clay the way that we get to a point where enough americans are either advocates for this or compliant enough that they don't even put up the beginnings of a fight is in part through the caricature of those who don't agree and that's what you've seen all along here i've talked to, to people that i know honestly i've talked to some leftists that i'm friendly with about this how one of my great frustrations was whenever we tried to address in the especially in the early days of this, what we had known, what we had learned from a long, uh, long period of, you know, post 1918 influenza pandemics and infections and just medical you know, global medical community action all around the world and trying to have honest conversations about it. It was you're a covid denier you want grandma oh, oh, to die almost like a holocaust denier yes. you're a covid denier and i'd say hold on a second masks are not something that we have used in mass population for a hundred years despite the various you know panics over sars and everything and 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 flus that have come and gone you know you want grandma to die and you're a science denier and you really saw i mean you know i think it's hoffman who has the, the book about well, there, there's a few people, right? There's, uh, there's, the, there's um, the the crowd, which is written by the Frenchman, whose name is actually escaping me at this second. But there's also uh, Bruce Hoffman about the madness of crowds. Clay is going to help me with the the Frenchman, whose name is escaping me. But how people want slogans to chant, they want they want things to shout and have the emotions. Oh, Gustave Le Bon, he's a Frenchman. Gustave, you know what that Gustave means? Gustave Le Bon, the good. Gustave the Good. That's, That's a good name. A, yeah, mais, mais oui, bien sûr, it's Gustave Le Bon. And, and Hoffman's book is True Believer, which also goes, uh, goes to the issue of how people want things to be easy for them to, to sign on to, and they want that feeling of mass mobilization and community. I mean, I'm, I'm bringing this up just because with COVID, 
you've seen this. It's like everyone's been turned into who goes along with this an automaton who you see that the brain not able to process. Hey, hold on a second. How is it epidemiologically sound for me to go up to? I just got a phone call, by the way. I'm going out. I'm taking out my TV team tonight for drinks. And I just got a phone call letting me know that even though there is no city mandate in place, and even though the vaccine issue hasn't even been been put in place, they want us to know that we are required to wear a mask when walking up to the hostess stand, but not when sitting of down. Course not. Now, this is madness, stupid beyond words. But when you're part of the herd and all you want to borrow from Solzhenitsyn is to be safe and warm and fed, all you care about is to be part of that crowd. When someone challenges a very straightforward thing like this, what's the reaction? Uh, uh, Clay, is it to engage or is it to be angry and shout them down as anti-science? And that's what they do to Senator Johnson. That's what they do to you and me. Alex Berenson, who's going to be in studio, uh, certainly Rand Paul, who we had in studio a couple of weeks. I would just say and, and I want you to take this as a uh, as an assignment of sorts. Take our interview with Ron Johnson to one of your middle of the road friends. I'm not saying somebody who's super left wing. And say, hey, what do you think of Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin? What do you think of Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky? Hey, my guys, Clay and Buck, talk to him about COVID and other issues. It's only 10 minutes, 12 minutes, whatever it is. Just listen to that 10 or 12 minutes. We need to do a good job of giving people the opportunity to distribute our content. And if they listen to it and if they look at it, I think it's hard to be of the opinion that there is something unbelievable or untoward or unacceptable about what he's saying. Now, I do want to have this conversation a little bit with you, Buck. There is an internal civil war that may be developing in the Democratic Party over vaccine passports. Boston's mayor is Kim Janey. She is a black woman who is the Democratic leader right now of the city of Boston. In the city we're in right now, New York, they now are saying, hey, we need vaccine passports. As we pointed out, vaccine passports would overwhelmingly impact black and Hispanic uh, residents of the city of New York because they have the lowest vaccination rates. Listen to what Boston's mayor said about the idea of vaccine passports. This may blow your mind. Listen. Uh, When it comes to what uh, businesses may choose to do, uh, we know that those types of things are difficult to enforce when it comes to vaccine. There's a long history in this country of people needing to show their papers, whether we're talking about uh, this from the standpoint of, uh, you know, as a way uh, to after during slavery, post slavery, uh, as recent as, you know, what an immigrant population has to go through here. Uh, We heard Trump with the birth certificate nonsense. Here, we want to make sure that we are not doing anything that would further create a barrier for residents of Boston. Well, here's the thing, because we know the numbers, Clay. It's the same in Boston. It's the same in every major city. You have more than half of African-Americans in New York City right now. My fellow New Yorkers who are African-American in New York City, more than half of them, in a few weeks will be given a stiff arm at the door of any restaurant, any movie theater, any public Bar, accommodation, uh, bars, gyms, and told, sorry, you're not allowed in here. Now, the Democrats could fall back on, well, this is a universally applicable rule for everybody. It's not discriminatory. 
But that's not their logic about voter ID. That's not their logic about a whole bunch of other issues. But on this one, all of a sudden, they're willing to have their COVID anxiety undo some of their primary arguments on other areas of public policy. But only in New York. Boston is just up the road a little bit. And this black mayor of uh, Boston is saying, wait a minute, we don't want vaccine passports necessarily here so that is to me kind of a fascinating dynamic for democrats to have to reconcile because if their racial dynamic goes public in an aggressive way all of a sudden de blasio may be backpedaling i i just think this these quotes again uh aggressive quotes from boston's mayor but I think they demonstrate that even the idea of the vaccine passports with the wokest of the woke, the most Corona bro of the Corona bro community would be in favor of actually blow up on application when you look at the Democratic voting base and what their positions are on vaccines. as We're well. going to see if, if de Blasio specifically ends up as the mayor of New York walking this back. Because uh, there's the legal challenge aspect, which we really focused on yesterday, yes. which which could happen. But beyond the legal challenge, which would take more time, a faster fix to this would be massive political blowback. The kind that would have de Blasio going, oh, I'm sorry, I guess maybe I shouldn't have. You know, that's the way that this thing goes away. So I don't know. Maybe I got to give it a few weeks before I before I uh, even consider getting. I think you got to wait. And by the way, I also love that Boston's mayor has to have a ritual attack on Trump. In order to make her point, like it's like, hey, Trump sucks, but on the vaccine passport, like, yeah, yeah well, that's kind of funny you know, to that's, see. That's a great, a great move to pull on CNN and MSNBC too. Just throw in how bad Trump, and, and just and say the word get away with anything. Just say the word insurrection, and all of a sudden you're you're a good person. But you know, Clay, this week I sent in my legacy box. Here's what I did: I found a bunch of photos from back in the day, uh, high school photos, uh, things where I was playing sports and. I haven't been able to share them, people, because, you know, back in the day, I didn't have a, a cell phone camera. I only had one of those things you had to wind up. Well, now, because of Legacy Box, I've got an affordable way to have these priceless moments from old photos stored in a digital format. I mean, a lifetime of memories right in your pocket now, stored on your phone. And even better, right now, to get you started with this, Legacy Box is offering 50% off this week. Okay, 50% off. It's a fantastic deal. Clay, it's so easy. They send you the box. You, this is all you do. They send you the box. You put the stuff you want to digitize, old VHS, old cassette tapes, photos, whatever you want to have in digital format. You put it in the box. You seal the box. You drop it off. And then you get in the mail your digitized product. It's pretty amazing. It is amazing. And it helps to answer a lot of the concern that's out there about losing your family's history, about losing your family's prized possessions. I know in the back of a lot of your minds out there right now, you've got old slides, you got old movies, you got old pictures, and you're aware that those could fade and disappear. Why not go ahead and digitize them right now, especially when you're getting an incredible offer? Go to LegacyBox.com slash Clay to take advantage of this limited time offer for 50% off and discover the magic of bringing your past back into view anytime, anywhere. Do it for your friends. Do it for your family. Take advantage of the exclusive offer today and use their kit whenever you're ready. All you have to do, it's simple. LegacyBox.com slash Clay to save 50% off. LegacyBox.com slash Clay. If babies in their mother's womb could speak, what would they say? 
In the absence of words, they share the sounds of their heart beating, telling you they're alive and growing. An unborn baby's heart is already beating at just three weeks. By five weeks, you can hear that heartbeat on ultrasound, and that's where Preborn's network of clinics step in. Preborn is the country's largest provider of free ultrasounds, and every day they rescue 200 babies' lives by connecting expectant mothers and children. Those are pregnant mothers deciding on life or abortion. Most often, they choose life. For just $28, you can provide one free ultrasound to help save a child's life. $140 will help rescue five babies' lives. Donate via cell phone. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 baby. Visit preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K. Preborn has a 100% charity rating. Sponsored by Preborn. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Welcome back in. I am Clay Travis. He is Buck Sexton. This is the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Gearing up to be joined by Ann Coulter. She is in studio with us here in New York, up from Florida. Should have a lot of things to discuss with her. Has sold a few books over the years. Should be a lot of fun. And uh, we were just talking about the battle among Democrats over vaccine passports, Boston versus New York. One guy who has been a stalwart defender of freedom and liberty and American virtue throughout all the last 18 months. He's Governor Ron DeSantis. And I thought you were talking about yeah, me. Yeah, I'm yeah, a little disappointed yeah. now. But you, okay. and, you and me both, of course, obviously fit that criteria. Uh, but, uh, but Governor DeSantis, there's a lot of lecturing and ridiculing and you've probably seen some of these studies oh this guy said he would never get covid and now he's got covid and here's a picture of him in a in a in a icu ward and you're like is that really the kind of media that we want uh desantis talked a little bit about that let's listen we obviously have some people that are not vaccinated that have been admitted to hospitals are you going to sit there are you going to sit there and are you going to sit there and 
criticize or are we going to try to treat and try to help the folks? You know, I'm just sick of this judge. I'm sick of the judgment, the, the judgmental stuff um, on some of this stuff. Nobody's trying uh, to, 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 to get ill here, okay? It's a very, you can, there's people that were hermits for a year and a half that wore six masks and did that and still contracted it, okay? So, so let's just be real here and um, let's just, let's not indulge these things that somehow it's their fault uh, for not doing it. He illustrates two really important things here, Clay. One is that the media is on a straight jihad against DeSantis because Florida has become the beacon of freedom. It's in the middle of the pack in COVID deaths per 100,000 despite staying open. If lockdowns were so good, Florida should be far and away the worst. But you know that Sweden has basically no COVID deaths happening right now. Sweden never locked down. Remember we used to talk about Sweden a lot? Yes. The things that we said, okay, we'll eventually get the answers. We have those answers now, but the left, the lockdowners, the Democrats... They don't like them, so they ignore them, but they go after DeSantis. They lie about DeSantis, including uh, the allegations that he changed data. Forget that woman's name. Total lie. The left made her into some kind of short-term hero. She's delusional. Uh, they also lied about how he had some special deal with Publix, which is a very well-known chain all across Florida that didn't even get first access. So they're trying to smear him. But, Clay, there's another part of this, too. There's this very weird... Oh, if you get COVID now, it's like your fault thing. And that's been around for a while. And it just goes to show you that virtue signaling can eat away at some parts of the human brain. No one's getting COVID because they're a bad person or they did something wrong. This is luck or bad luck of the draw. Even when I got sick with COVID, I remember people asking me, what'd you do? Like, Like, I was in a drunk driving accident. They're like, why didn't you know you'd had too many or something? I'm like, I was walking around. I got sick a year into COVID, and I was walking around doing all the stupid crap that de Blasio's been making us do and all the lockdowners have the whole time. But they need to create this moral us and them. And they do it with DeSantis, of course, for political reasons, but they do it with everybody. It's never existed, to my knowledge, in the history of a virus, right? A virus. Let's talk about the flu. You never sit around by and large and you're like, I got the flu. God, I blame so many other people who got me the flu, right? First of all, you usually don't know where you get it. That's how viruses work. You may be exposed multiple times and not get it, and then you get a short dose of sudden exposure and you get it, right? We all know how viruses work, but there is a moralizing going on now that didn't exist before, and I think DeSantis is hitting on that. Every time I pull up Twitter, it feels like there's somebody trending, and the trending story is this person said uh, that he wasn't going to get the COVID vaccine, and now he's got COVID and he's really sick, and here's a picture of him in a nurse uh, in, in an ICU ward, and the responses, if you look at him, are like, good for him. He deserves to die. And I'm like, what is what is going on here that this has ever been created? And there are I mean, there are breakthrough cases. There are people who for for truly and universally understood medical reasons. Yes. Can't really get the vaccine. That's rare. That's very, very rare. But it does exist. Yes. And you you do see this. You see this. Oh, well. And, you know, and, and particularly if it's somebody who's on maybe a little bit on the younger end, they say, ha, see, it's not just the elderly, to you too. I, I mean, I had a I had a friend who years ago, very healthy young woman. I think she was 26 years old. She died in 24 hours from the flu. Yes, you know, it happens. This, this can happen to anyone in any number of contexts. 
But there is this psychosis that the left has with this is about being good or bad people. It's morality. And, and the good people are the ones that wear the two masks. They mask up the kids at home. They get the shot. They get another shot. They get a shot every six months after that. They're terrified all the time. They don't want to leave their homes. They don't want they to wear their masks lives. with their kids in their house. And if you're not one of those people, you know what ultimately comes down to? You make them feel at some level really insecure because at some point this does just turn into lack of an understanding of risk and cowardice. There is a cowardice to masking up little kids in school. There is a cowardice to being unwilling to speak the truth about what we're really seeing. Not only that, it's just mindless insanity on all of these levels right now. Coulter's going to and Coulter. Gonna, yep. I'm sure he's going to fire away. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Clam comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.